0: You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. I want to share this morning on maximizing opportunities. Let's start by reading as a backdrop scripture. Let's go to Ephesians chapter number five. Ephesians chapter five, verse number, uh, and let's read it from the Good News (laughs) Uh, translation of the Bible. Uh, Verse 15 and 16 says, so be (coughs) careful how you live. Don't live like ignorant people, but like wise people. Make good use of every opportunity you have, because these are evil days. Uh, Galatians chapter number 6, verse 9 and 10. Let's read it from the New King James translation of the Bible. Galatians chapter 6 from verse 9 uh, 9 to, to 10. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap, if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Second Corinthians chapter six. Second Corinthians chapter six and let's look at verse number two. Let's even start from verse one. We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. In an accepted time, I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. In the book of John, chapter number four, verse number 35, uh, Jesus was saying there, do not say there are four months, then come the harvest because the harvest is plentiful. Lift up your eyes and see, everywhere is ripe, ready. So that is speaking about opportunity. Just as we've seen from Ephesians, it says, we should make good use of every opportunity we have because the days we are living in are evil days. Let's ask ourselves, what do we really mean by opportunities or opportunity? The word opportunity simply means an appropriate or favorable time or an occasion for doing something. It is also a situation or condition that is favorable for attaining a goal. It is a good position a chance or a prospect for advancing a course or success. It is an open window or an adequate season for doing something. And you may say, is a now moment. All of us have been people that have had opportunities before, but whether we use them or not, is the question. Our lives consist of opportunities. Every day you wake up, you and I wake up, we wake up into opportunities waiting for us to welcome us. There is no day that passes without opportunity. So nobody can say, I do not have an opportunity. Even the dead, have been opportune to have a space in the graveyard. (laughs) Because there are some that don't even have. (laughs) You have to position yourself to be able to see opportunities when they come. No one can say, I have never met with opportunity. Your life today is a result of past opportunities. Your tomorrow will be decided by the opportunities you spot and you engage today. What you do with today's opportunity will decide where you will be tomorrow. Imagine where you would have been today had you effectively maximized yesterday's opportunity. Remember, time waits for no man, and so you have to go after time. Sounds like I'm doing good, eh? I'm trying to be nice. (laughs) Just kind of giving you some few points, and then we'll go on to elaborate on them. Not everybody can see opportunities when they come, but... Those that see them and seize them are the ones that attain greatness in life. Today and now only come but once. Take advantage of whatever happens or comes to you now because it may not always be there. Not everybody can see and spot opportunities. Opportunities do not wait for convenient times. If you do not move, nothing will move. It is better to make a mistake with an opportunity than not making a move and miss. It is better to try and fail than to fail to try. Opportunities have a lifespan. And if you don't know how to work with it, you will end up missing at the end of your life. Opportunities don't play games, they mean business, so you have to get into business. Opportunities will never argue or fight with you. Opportunities will pass you, whether you notice them or not. What are the different types of opportunities that we have? Number one, an opportunity to change your current lifestyle. If you're living in a way you don't like, it's an opportunity to make a change. And if you don't change, nothing changes. It's also an opportunity to get born again, align with God. People that are in hell today are not in hell because God designed hell for them. It's because they had an opportunity to reconnect with their source, God, And they chose not to, and they chose to serve the devil. And by that choice, they missed the opportunity of serving God, and they got into hell. So God did not send them there, but because they did not take advantage of the opportunity of being born again, and so they ended up in hell. And it's my prayer that there's no one under the sound of my voice, sitting here, or watching somewhere, or in any of the campuses, that you have such a great opportunity, a friend, a neighbor invited you to church, that is an opportunity. You know, you've been trying to get your your life in order, you've been trying to get yourself changed and you did not know that you, you can't do it. There's somebody that's a master at changing lives. He does not just fix lives, but he transforms lives. But that's also an opportunity. And if you don't do something about it and you keep procrastinating and waiting and waiting, you will eventually find yourself in hell. And it's not because God threw you into hell. Your failure to take advantage of the opportunity of receiving Jesus is the reason why you chose the devil. Opportunity to stop compromising after you're born again. It's also a choice you always have an opportunity to live right. When you come to church, when we say let's go to church service, it's like taking a car to a service station to change the engine oil, to fix the car when something is wrong. And if you don't service the car, you are actually setting the car for an engine knock. So when people have spiritual engine knock, is also because they kept having a lot of opportunities through the teaching of the Word, through going to the, the, the ministry or the cell group, and they kept just you know, playing around and saying, do I really have to go to other meetings apart from just once, uh, uh, one Sunday a month? You see, it's also an opportunity. Anytime uh, the doors open here, it's an opportunity for a transformed life. But now, The doors can be open and you are not open to come into the open doors. And so you can't blame the church when things start falling apart in your life, when your marriage is not working, when your business is not working, they would have been fixed because every time a manufacturer manufactures a product, he's got a way to fix the product when it goes wrong. And people that refuse to follow the manual, read the manual, understand the manual, apply what the manual says, anytime time, you know, they, I mean, they continue to do that, they end up with what we call troubleshooting. And if you don't read the manual, you always find yourself at the troubleshooting page. And most of the time, things are already falling apart. So it's an opportunity for you to stop compromising. And also repent. It's an, we also have opportunity to pray. Why should you worry? Why should you be anxious? Why whine when you can't pray? Because prayer is basically, basically communing with God, talking with God, and he talking back to you. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter number eight from verse one, uh, actually, uh, sorry, Luke 18 from verse one, it says, "Men." Ought always to pray and not turn coward, not get exhausted, not get tired. So, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Pray without what? Ceasing. We are also told, Call upon me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things you do not know. Every, the fact that you are, you are still breathing, your heart is still pumping, is an opportunity for you to commune with God. Don't wait until a special prayer meeting is called. Thank God for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank God for speaking in tongues, ability to pray in the Spirit. Every time you're breathing, it should be reminding you that it's an opportunity to keep praying. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Also, an opportunity to study the Word. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved, the workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. Jesus said, Speaking to the disciples who had just believed in him, it's one thing to believe, but it's one thing to know what you believe in. And that's where knowledge comes in. Solomon said, my righteous one shall be delivered through knowledge. Jesus speaking to the Jews, he said to them who believed in John chapter eight from verse number uh, 31, 32. He says, if you continue in my word, you shall know the truth, and the truth that you know shall set you free. Another translation says, shall set you on a course to freedom. So it's important that we study the word. Jesus said during his temptation, uh, he said, uh, the uh, three count temptation, he said, man shall not live by What? bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So you have been created, you and I have been created by God. We came out of Him. It's in Him we live, we move and have our being. And so just like fish cannot survive outside water, You cannot survive outside the word because you were fashioned and created and you are being kept by the word. And that's why it's every time you wake up and you are alive, it should be an opportunity for you to study the word, for you to speak the word, for you to live out the word. Also, you need to be a person of the word. Another thing is an opportunity to marry. Some of you are not married because everybody that came, you said you're not my type. You're not my type. (laughs) The Bible says he made them male and female. Not male and male, female and female. So the fact that you know your gender, and I'm not talking about the the weird genders that people are all confused today that they don't know, but we're talking about Bible, the creator's gender, and there are only two male and female. If you're in doubt, look at the mirror. Not what you felt when you woke up in the morning. And that, that's, that's a, a, a mental gender is different from biologically, you know, biological gender. You know, so the fact that you know your gender, the Bible says none of them shall lack a mate. He made them male and female. So there's always a time for everything. So when a lot of people, when somebody comes to them, they say, no, I'm still praying. And you pray and pray and pray. God answers prayer. And so you can't keep praying for 12 years for, to know whether that's God's choice for you. And, and let me just let you know ahead of time that it doesn't matter how long you pray and you finally discover this is God's will. You will discover that men are the same, women are the same. No matter how much you pray, because even the one that God gave to somebody at the end, he went back to God and said, "Is the one you gave to me. And after that, God said, I'm not going to give you again whosoever findeth a wife, because in Genesis, he gave and he was in trouble for giving. So God said, you find, then you take responsibility for what you found. And so it's important that you know, the fact that you, you are at the age of being able to get married, there's somebody for you, but the question is whether did you mess, did you joke with the opportunities? Even in this church, I can tell you, looking at yourself and looking at everybody here, those of you that are, have been praying, oh, now if I say tonight we are gonna be praying and I have a special anointing to release upon people that will get, and, and will get married, I'm telling you we will not have space. The hu- human beings, human beings will take over the parking area and the cars will have to stay home. Reason being because People kept joking with opportunities. No, I'm still studying. No, I'm still too young. No, I want to make sure I finish school and they keep schooling. They finish first degree, second degree, then they keep going, then master's, then PhD. By the time they are too educated, the man is too scared to approach her. And so, but they uh, they had opportunities. If, If Pastor Josh can get married at this age and, and, and you can't wait until, I, I don't want let to. Me, let me be nice because you notice I'm not moving from here. I, and that's what I'm doing. I'm trying my best and I know the Holy Spirit is helping me. You see, you don't want to get married and then your son when it, or your daughter goes to school and you go to pick them up and they're asking, grandpa is here, grandpa or grandma is here. It's, it's not right. I mean, the, I mean you, know those, the, you know how children children poke and they, they, you know, they tease in school. And you don't want to you know, expose your, your child to such ridicule. Because the time you were supposed to have gotten married, you kept pushing and pushing until you became a grandma. And now you're married, you're confessing, Lord, you made them, you know, to, to be fruitful. Lord, I'm trusting you for a child. But you have already gone past menopause and woman pause. <laughs> and, so, and it's all because of the way you handled opportunities. Listen, I'm telling you, God is so good that he ensured everything he has promised us, we are able to access it. But it's whether we are, we are sharp in the spirit, whether we are the time that we act when, when, when it's time to act, or we are the people that are always waiting for the right time and the right time. The right time is the right time, and the right time is now. Don't wait for God when God is waiting for you. Don't ask God to give you what He has already given to you. Lord, show me who the lady is. And you've been sitting next to the lady since the church service started. Show me the man, and the man was the one that you bumped when he was coming and he was welcoming you with the card. And you say, I'm gonna marry somebody holding a card. I want a real man. You know." But that may be the real man. That's how he will welcome you into his life. Because a man that cannot be humble enough to stand outside when it's cold and welcome people, he will, not be, he will not be faithful to you. Sometimes that's how opportunities come. Somebody in the parking area, but you're waiting for somebody that's handling praise and worship, that's playing the guitar or the drums. And, and God is saying, what happened? Did the rapture take place or something? Can you check what's going on? Uh, What's happening? Did I do something wrong? Opportunity to educate yourself. Look at your neighbor and say, it's not too late to go to school. Even if you will be the oldest in the class, it's still better. You know, somebody, somebody waited, instead of going to school, when they should go to school, he waited until it's late, he went to school. So get educated, opportunity uh, to, to love, opportunity to forgive, opportunity to give. And I'm telling you, every day is opportunity, 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 opportunity to serve God. Opportunity to serve people. Opportunity to work in the church. You don't have to be full-time to work in the church. Hallelujah. Opportunity to be an agent of transformation. An opportunity to care for the needy. Opportunity to train your children. Opportunity to change your attitude. Wow. There's always an opportunity. An opportunity to leave a positive mark wherever you go. Not people saying, we're happy she's dead. You know, there are some people that people are just waiting. I mean, a husband is saying, I'm waiting for her to die quick. I hope you're not that kind of wife. Some ladies are not wives, they are knives. opportunity to plug yourself in a church instead of running around some people are always visiting churches but to, today is another opportunity for you to stop floating around let this be home especially those of you that are coming here that came in here for the first time i'm telling you i recommend this place as home you will not regret it opportunity to start that business. Why are opportunities missed so many times? Because of procrastination. People think that there is still time. They always push it till later. Go ahead and start it now. Why people miss opportunities is because of the fear of failure. But people don't know that every, all the great achievers were people that made so many mistakes. If, do you know the whole thing about making money is about risk? Even to plant a church and even open the doors of a church... Every, every Sunday or any day we come here, it's, we're taking risks because we don't know whether everybody's, other people are all going to say it's too cold to come. Or some people are just going to feel like God has not been faithful so I'm not going back to church. But then we still go ahead and open the doors and you take advantage of the fact that we are open and you come and God blesses you. So the same with that business. Go ahead and start it. Don't wait for the best time because the journey of a thousand kilometers starts with the first step. Those that are too scared of taking the first step will never be able to step into greatness. Do you know little children uh, will tell you, I'm sorry, uh, parents of little children will tell you or children, they tell you that a child gets up falls, gets up, falls. By the time the child discovers that, no, 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 I can take more than one step, then they start running and they start pulling things all over the house. And it's difficult to stop them. That's how it is. You may miss it. You may rise and fall, but don't let the fall make you feel as if everything has fallen apart. Just keep going. Just keep going. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, just keep going. Soon the going will get better. So it's important to know, don't allow fear. And for some people, why they don't take advantage of opportunities is because everything to them must make sense. Logic. They're always analyzing things. You don't have to understand everything. Do you know how your brain works? So somebody sitting and says, "I really want to understand how my brain works." Or you are eating food, but you want to know how the food is been broken into particles and how is it really working in me. Or you take your, you go to the doctors and they give you a medication, and you want to understand how the medication works before you take it. You don't do that. The same with the walk of faith. <laughs> to be a believer is an opportunity to enjoy and to live and enjoy the God kind of life. Take advantage of it. Don't wait for the best time. Now is the what? Best time. Take advantage. Don't allow fear. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Don't allow human logic. Because failure to act, when you should act, will end up messing your entire future. So don't give room. Excuses why people uh, give excuses. They say it's impossible. Nobody has done it before. How can it? Uh, how about if I fail? I don't have what it takes. It's too risky. What if I lose everything? I will always get it again. So I want you to know, it. All these things that people are using are the reasons why they are stuck. But God doesn't want you to be stuck. So how do I identify opportunities? I must be in the spirit a lot always. You will notice that it answers to your area of need. That's an opportunity. You will feel moved when you see it. There will be an inner witness. It will identify with a need in your life. You have something to do about that issue. The fact that you see it, it may be you who needs to fix it. How do I handle missed opportunities? And I conclude with this. What happens, Haruna? I've missed so many opportunities. In case you've missed some opportunities, call on God. He will help you. God is a restorer of whatever has been stolen or what we've missed. Be alert always and listen and wait for instructions from God. Don't allow yourself to get frustrated and give no room to blame. Stop blaming yourself, blaming God or blaming others and give no room to anything that would distract you. Always take advantage of the moment from that time on. And no more room for procrastination, and disallow fear. Let fear have no hold over you, and make sure you company with go getters, people that always believe, people of faith, and family. We are in the household of faith, so let's take advantage of every opportunity that God brings our way or gives to us, and be optimistic instead of being pessimistic. Learn from your mistakes, but don't don't live in your mistake. And stay away from self-pity. And always learn to keep hope alive. And never live in the past. And be bold and courageous. And learn to act now. Because today is another great opportunity. God bless you.